Welcome to the Jack Mountain Bushcraft Podcast, episode 19. Welcome to the Jack Mountain Bushcraft Podcast with your host, Jack Mountain Bushcraft School founder and master main guide, Tim Smith. The best way to stay up with what we're doing in the Jack Mountain Bushcraft School is to join our email newsletter. And you can do that at jmbnews.com. Hey folks, Tim Smith here again, another episode of the Jack Mountain Bushcraft Podcast. I'm joined here today by a room full of people, um, and we're going to talk about March. You know, I once heard Garrison Keeler from Prairie Home Companion say that March was the month in the North that the good Lord created to show people who don't drink what a hangover is like. But it's the, it's the month where there's nothing that we can do specific to March here. And, and our March this year started off, they usually say it comes in like, a, in like a lion out like a lamb, but it was like 50 degrees at the beginning of March. And then the bottom fell out of the thermometer. And then we got 20 inches of snow. And now it's getting close to the end of March. And uh, we still got a whole bunch of snow and it hasn't really warmed up yet. But we just suffered through the Ides of March where Caesar was murdered. St. Patrick's Day, and now we're on the downhill slide of, of this least favorite month um, in northern New England anyway. So, um, yeah, we're just going to kind of talk a little bit about what some of the traditional sporting uh, things that you can do in March are. Um, I'm joined today by my good friend, uh, the working class woodsman, my good friend Ed, and we live at least as the crow flies a mile from each other. That's, that's stretching it, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and by driving, it's maybe two miles. So maybe. So I'm over here quite a bit, and uh, beautiful spread here on Lake Wentworth. Um, uh, uh, a regular fixture on the podcast, Christopher Russell, is here with us again. Hello, hello. And we've got two. Uh, first timers on the podcast here and one first timer to New Hampshire a couple of guys drove up from New York State um, welcome guys How you doing? what's your well, name I'm Tom okay uh, my YouTube channel is migrating moose okay migrating moose and we'll link all that up in the show yeah. notes and this is uh, Tom Michael my YouTube channel is Mikey pins all right <laughs> Awesome, guys. And then, this, Michael, this is your first time to New Hampshire, correct? Yeah, here, come over here. Yeah. And what have, uh, what have you been doing since you got here? Well, getting maple syrup out of maple trees. Yep, look right in there right when you're um, Looking at mountains, driving around, all fun stuff, and now we're at Ed's house. I think, you're, I think he's a little overwhelmed, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my goal is always to never be overwhelmed or underwhelmed, just to be whelmed. Exactly. So it's good to shoot for is just to be whelmed. Yep. Um, uh, so for those of you who can't see, which is all of you, Mike is decked out as if he just stepped out of like a 1940s L.L. Bean ad. He's got the red plaid checkered wool cap on and looks like a, a forest green uh, wool jacket, so... Definitely looking like you belong right here. He's got half the gear. He's, he's got cotton socks on, though. So Basketball shoes. And basketball yeah. shoes. So I honestly, New York. dirty secret, I rock cotton socks like all winter in, in yeah. you know, good thick insulation and boots. But, you know, subarctic snowshoe expeditions and I pull them off. And I always lie to people and say they're my, like, special new tactical uh, cotton <laughs> socks. But in reality, they're the, just the cheapest ones that I can find. Well, 
<laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. probably more of a knockoff brand. Yeah. That's more of my speed. Um, so uh, I just want to uh, check in with Ed here. Um, again, Ed's YouTube channel is Working Class Woodsman. And for a while now, um, a couple of years anyway, he's been doing a series of videos that are sort of seasonally appropriate outdoorsmen or sportsmen or woodsmen skills and activities. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, it's actually kind of funny because you mentioned earlier that March is, uh, it, it, and it is traditionally one of the most depressing months to, for a lot of people to live in New Hampshire because it's not winter, uh, it's not spring, you can't plant your flowers, you can't get outside, and people tend to get depressed and so on and so forth. But one of the reasons I started my YouTube channel in the first place was to kind of, from January 1st to December uh, 31st, um, was to, sh to, to reflect on all the seasons and everything there is to do in the state of New Hampshire. Pretty much New England, but kind of unique to New Hampshire. Like, for instance, uh, it, ice fishing pretty much from January to, to March. You know, January and February is ice fishing. Um, and then when we get into March, we actually start, you know, tapping trees to make maple syrup. And uh, that pretty much takes us through the month of March, as well as usually if we have a good winter and have a good ice come in, and, you know, we, we, some of the best fishing, ice fishing, is in March also. Um, I don't know how much into detail you want me to get about the whole channel and the seasons, but it basically goes, you know, from maple syrup season, and then it's uh, salmon season April 1st, and then it's uh, brook trout season, and then people start fishing for trout, and then all of a sudden the fiddleheads start popping up. So we've, then we start our foraging. We look for fiddleheads, dandelion greens, some of the mushrooms start, some of them, some of them come in in the later part of the season, but we spend the whole summer foraging and fishing. Get into September 1st, you got bear season, deer season, bird season, waterfowl, uh, deer season right up through midway through December, and then about the time you turn around, it's right back into ice fishing. So it's, uh, it's there is, you know, there's always something going on, something to do in this state. Uh, as far as if you want to call it a sportsman, a woodsman, or an outdoors person, if you will, there's, there's always a season. And that was a whole emphasis behind my channel. Yeah, I love that whole approach, right? Because I think we live in the era of, of globalization where any day of the week, if, if I had cable TV, I could turn it on and there'd be some guy, you know, fly fishing for, for trout in a mountain somewhere. But the reality is, right, that, you know, you'd have to travel to argentina yeah. you know in the late fall and stuff to do it where it's legal when you actually just really hit on something i don't know if it was intentional but when you said that the problem with today's world and especially with the younger generation i'm sure mikey could chime in on this one but with your phones you have you have this window to anywhere in the world so a lot of times people will watch someone fly fishing on their smartphone instead of going out and drilling a hole through the ice to catch a, a white perch or something so yeah. It, it, the technology is the more embraced the more you embrace technology uh the the further removed from the earth you become and right. the less the less involved you are in in all these outdoor activities so technology as much as we it's kind of a double-edged sword because we're embracing it right now we're doing a podcast <laughs> so it's i'm a bit of a hypocrite to say well get rid of technology because then we couldn't do the youtube channel you couldn't do the and we couldn't bring people into this lifestyle that is pretty much what you try to do and teach and uh, preserve. So it's, a, but a big part of the problem, getting back to the original, is that the more people get absorbed by the tech, you know, the technical aspect of life, you just become separated from even simple things like splitting wood or, or uh, lighting fires or, 
you know, catching, digging worms, catching a fish, planting something so it'll grow. I mean, we just become removed from that. I think, uh, I, I mean, in my opinion, you know, technology has made us, uh, it's made us spectators. You know, not us per se, but I think in general, you know, the, the vast majority of people out there, the only interaction they have with the natural world or say with wild animals or fish comes through looking at it in a glowing rectangle, right? So on a TV, on a computer screen, on a phone, you know, and I think, you know, the, the beauty of it is, um, is to get out and do it, right? Like, here's truth be told, I've never sat through like a television show about like fishing or hunting or anything because good Lord, is it boring? Because you do it. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, it's like, no, I want to watch NASCAR. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, but no, you're absolutely right. It's like, uh, it's so much easier to live vicariously. And we're all voyeurs to some extent. And, and that's where, you know, you notice a lot of, uh, I'm not picking on any YouTube channels or anybody, please. But there are channels that have a, a, do a ton of videos and they have a lot of subscribers because people want to watch other people do these things. And it's great because I know a percentage of those people are taking it, they're taking it into their own hands to learn those skills and go out and do it. And 90% of them you'll never hear from. But I could actually attest to yeah. exactly what you're saying. Um, for a good year, I was like watching like YouTube channels of people who were just doing exactly what you're talking about. Um, the thing is, though, I did decide to like... To come up here and to try to learn things that are just not where we are. Um, it is easy to fall in that trap, though, of thinking that you could just watch television shows or YouTube channels or and think you're going to develop those skills. And that's what I love about the guys that I discovered at, at first, because they always encouraged uh, to do it yourself. Like, don't take my word for it. Don't, you know. You almost, so that, that was... You kind of encourage failure because that's how you learn. Right. And you can, I don't know how yeah. personal you want to get, but if you want to share your first experience real quick. Um, I went to the Woodsman School, mm -hmm. uh, and I just didn't investigate my gear, and I just thought from what I had watched on YouTube that I was all set. Uh, I spent no time gathering wood, having like an open-faced tarp set up, and I was just freezing, and the fire was out, and I was just on the ground, and all cotton, just like whimpering. <laughs> and then out of the... the the darkness there's a big figure with hair that <laughs> like a headlight and i is it the sasquatch yeah <laughs> i think it was the jack Speed jerky sasquatch but uh it was actually uh ed here and he he brought me over to his setup and he kept me nice and warm throughout the night and the next thing i know there's coffee being dangled in front of my face and so it was a comfortable night's sleep i always always remember that but you have to fail you have to exactly, you know. Yep, and that's the most. You'll never make the mistake again when your yep. body's freezing against the cold uh, earth. Yep, and there's little things like you know? the, that night in particular. You were actually warmer <clears throat> on top of the wool blanket than you were underneath it. Yeah, because the ground was sucking the heat out of your yeah. body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you don't. You, no one can teach you that. You have to feel it yourself, yeah. and that's. But you did it, and you learned. So the next time you just that first thing I'm doing bed. is building a raised bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like my yeah. first. So. Cool, yeah. Uh, for those of you in podcast land, you guys know he's been a guest on here numerous times. Our good friend Derek Ferry, who lives like just about three or four miles from here, and he is the proprietor of the Woodsman School. Just uh, if you're ever looking for a great, uh, great course on survival bushcraft, he runs them. Great guy, good sense of humor, and oh, yeah. turning oh. into 
you know, a ridiculous uh, cook at this point in time. So. <laughs> he's, he's a little out of control, but he's, he's doing all kinds of, like, souffles. And, um, I'm pretty proud of him, to be honest with you. But I want to go. I'm a little intimidated now to cook in front of him. I just want to go <laughs> hang out and just be fed for, like, a day. I think that'd yeah. be an awesome That'd be a good place trip. to go right now, yeah. yeah. I want to go camp out behind his house and in the morning, like, <laughs> just scream that the wine is not paired well with the souffle. <laughs> and the souffle wasn't quite raised enough and just, like, throw down my leather driving gloves and stomp off. I, I think I'm going to hang out behind his house at night and then pretend to be a raccoon and just dig through the garbage and just get whatever scraps I can. Yeah. So his ears are probably burning right now. <laughs> so much. No, great. Derek, you cannot say enough good about uh, Derek and everything he does. And Just a great guy, solid guy. Uh, very generous. Very generous. Yeah. Extremely generous and uh, very knowledgeable. So glad to have him in a, as a friend. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. So what you guys were out tapping trees this morning? Was the sap really running hard? Yeah, yeah. very. Uh, yeah, yes, it's just starting uh, because, as you know, like you said, we were walking around in you know t-shirts and actually sun tanning. What three? You know, first week of March, it was like I don't know. I think it might have hit sixty-seven degrees at one point. Yeah, and, and then you know it went down to I don't know. It was it had a wind chill of 20, 27 below I think, and then it's dropped down below freezing. So everything locked back up, but it's just now. It takes a couple of days from. You know, it, it, the ideal conditions are below freezing at night and then high 30s during the day with some sun, and then it gets the flat sap going again. So it just started to unlock today. Some of the trees these guys tapped that hadn't been tapped, um, they were gushers. They just started coming right out. But the buckets we've had hung for a week are dry. But that should change hopefully by tomorrow or the next day. But then the next thing you know, it's going to be it's going to be so much sap we can't boil it fast enough. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 coming, but it's it's probably still a couple days out. Yeah, I remember those early days of this month and the last few days of last month because I was out trying to guide a snowshoe expedition and all of a sudden it warms up to 50 degrees and I'm punching through and the snow is literally five feet deep in the woods and yeah. just brutal. But you, sh you shouldn't be doing, yeah, you were probably, you know, almost bare chested at one point trying to pull that sled. I, actually, I was, <laughs> yeah, t-shirt and shorts the last yeah. day, right? It was like, it was yeah. 43 degrees. Oh, yeah. and you're working pretty hard when you're dragging those oh, things. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. as we're pulling all the gear back, like there's just a line where everybody's like pulling off and stopping and taking off a layer and then like 20 yeah. feet later, the next one comes off. It was funny because we were about a half a mile from the, uh, uh, there's like a boat launch and a dam where we park and, and walk away from on this trip. And I was about half a mile away and I had been fiddling with my sled trying to get a couple of things just right on it. And I was standing there and I think I had like sweatpants on and they were pulled up over my knee and I was down to like a t-shirt. And these guys came roaring by on snowmobiles, right? Just fully kitted out, right? You know, jumpsuit, heated handholds, helmet. And they stop and they're like, are you all right? I think they thought I was like, you know, escaped from the uh, institution <laughs> it's, sort of thing. It, it strikes people as funny when they see you pulling a sled through the woods on snowshoes. It's like some, something's not right about this picture. Right. But it, again, it, um, it's, it's a hard thing to explain to somebody. Why would you do that? Yeah. You know, and I get it all the time because I don't. I drag my sled when I ice fish and most people want a snow machine. They're like, oh, it's too much work. It's like, well, life's not always about easy. You know, sometimes you, you, it's like when you walk, you, you just see more and you do more. And it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, an excruciating experience. But I think what you do, I commend you for that, actually, because I know how much work it is. And especially, like, you're pulling, I don't know, 100 pounds on those sleds at least, some of them. Well, the guys with me are pulling at least their body weight. I get these boxes and I stuff them with, like, feather pillows and right. things, so it looks heavy. <laughs> yeah, and but you're I... carrying those styrofoam peanuts, actually. <laughs> That's why he moves so much faster than me. I figured it out. That's the other guys have the Dutch ovens, you know. 
<laughs> You'll yeah. get a kick out of this. Uh, my wife and I were at a grocery store recently, and they've got this big, like, big aisle of, like, fancy organic juices, right? Which are all probably great. You know, I, I don't know. They're, like, four bucks a bottle, so I tend to not get them. Yeah. But one of the things they had there was organic maple water. So basically, the stuff that you guys were tapping, yeah, put it in a bottle, put a lid on it, and sell it for four bucks. Oh my god, that's yeah. genius! It, it is genius. No, does it no, actually look like genius. water? So yeah, it's clear. Like, it's so doesn't work. Yeah, somehow they must purify. They have to purify it though, so you don't get sick. I don't think they do. Like back in the day, the natives used to do a cleanse every March. And it will with yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, it was like a 12, twelve ounce bottle. You know, it wouldn't be that. Oh yeah, it'll go through you. Yeah, it's. Uh, well, that's back, interesting. Bacteria. No, it is. It's like, you know, under that, a lot of people don't realize, but when you peel the bark off, yeah. I, and I see it on YouTube all the time, they make their utensils and they're eating the cambium with their with their soup, and I'm like, that's bacteria. Mm. I'm not Delic- saying, delicious bacteria. I'm not saying you'll yeah. get sick from it, but you certainly can. And, and what I, if you uh, heat it over a fire and that, like hard, do the hardening that'll process? Kill. That'll kill that'll it, kill pretty it. much, I think. You'll probably yeah, die. it'll kill it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, heat will kill anything, Yeah, you know. But it's a good, I see it all the time, and it's just like, you know, there are, just because it's, it's, you can still get sick. You still, you know, there's bacteria everywhere. So the, the trivia that I learned, was it last year? Recently, I remember I learned what the difference between um, regular maple syrup and organic maple syrup. <laughs> Any ideas? Uh, organic's cooked with wood, not propane? Nope. Because <laughs> I was like, what do they grow, organic trees? Like, who's, who's spraying their maple trees? The letters that say organic versus It's not. It's, it's very weird, and it's not what you would think. With the organic maple syrup, they do not use formaldehyde to keep the lines clean. So they have to flush the lines with hot water, no, no chemicals. Oh. That's the, uh, the lines are where they, when they tap the trees, if they're, say if there's a big hill here, they'll tap them and have clear plastic tubing running all the way down the hill to a big collection bucket yep. instead of having a bucket on every tree. So that, yep. wow. so, so we're, we're the way, cause we hang buckets, right? So we're, we're our, 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 ours is organic. Uh, yeah. Because we don't use tubing. Yeah. So the old school way is organic. I didn't realize Old school that. is always number one. Right? Old school old is the new school. school. That's yeah. what I say. <laughs> right. <laughs> old school is the best. Well, that's interesting. I didn't realize they were actually... But you're right. They do. They have to put... Not bleach, but that... Uh, it was formaldehyde. That's what yeah. I That's what I read. Yeah. Talked to a Kill, guy. Kills so, the bacteria. Yeah. So, it will, and yeah. it'll probably make you last longer because that's what they put into dead bodies to, to preserve them. So, you know, that's, not... It's like... It, well, it goes along the lines with the guy who invented Twinkies lived to be 103... And he ate one every day, and he claimed that was the secret to help him long life. I, 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 I wouldn't argue. Secret. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows exactly? Because 100 years from now, we're still doing it all wrong. Yeah. That's what they'll tell us. But. Yeah. Well. But. Anyway. Anyhow. Anywho. So what are you guys up to tomorrow? More tapping trees? Well, we get a list of stuff. Uh, well, hopefully, we'll not. Ta- we have no more to tap. We're, we're, it's a question of whether it's going to unlock. But tomorrow we're either going ice fishing, or um, Tom is going to uh, perform a couple of uh, dishes that he's been talking about. I also have a, a tongue that's been sitting in brine for about twenty-three and a half hours, so that's about ready to. I will hide go. in the bathroom from that tongue. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. It's like one of those things I cannot do. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, we're being shown the tongue now, and was that a... Uh, that's not Gene Simmons, is it? Well, actually, it was a close relative. <laughs> it's Miley Cyrus. Um, oh, that's been, that's been marinating. Well, we're going to... 
Yeah, you'll, start we'll probably bite into that if you if you hang around. But yeah, we're gonna... I mean that's a bit. Can I can I peep peep that? That is a tremendous. Uh, um, it looks like a gooey duck. It's, it's gooey duck. Well, it's go big or go tiny. home. You know, I mean, if I'm clicking a tongue, it's going to be a tongue. Yeah, it's saying? a real. Uh, but essentially, that's been, been sitting in a brine of you know salt, sugar, and garlic and rosemary yeah. for 24 hours, and we're going to cook it in that for a couple hours. You'll see. Smell it. Did you smell that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. I'm salivating right now. now how, who wouldn't great. eat that? Who wouldn't eat that? I mean, that smells delicious. <laughs> well, he just said he wouldn't. I I don't know if I could. We'll change that. Just you wait. Just you wait. I'll try everything one time. It's delicious. And you know, so. I, I don't know if you've ever had tongue, but and there is a video coming if anyone has the interest. But essentially, you boil, you parboil it, peel the skin off, and then you slice it up, and then you can either barbecue it, fry it. There's a couple of different recipes, but we're going to pan fry it with a little bit of uh, probably do the do the Cavoisier and Worcestershire renderings, and then some caramelized onions on top, a little homemade right. bread. That's a home run, right there. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. I'll, I will try. Yeah, you're I'll do my best. swinging for the cheap seats with that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess yeah, I guess that's the plan, and then uh, probably. Oh, he says he loves it. He says he wants a double helping. Right. So, there you go. It's a big what? tongue. The tongue. <laughs> but I think we'll we'll do some ice fishing and uh, maybe maybe get a little snowshoe trip in. Um, I, I I don't know. I've got plenty of snowshoes and yeah, yeah. We'll, you know, do a little bit. I'm of game a, for you know, because it's nice to know your local, what's around here locally. We can go probably walk out on the lake and stuff. Go over to the yeah. island and check things out. Yep. Cool. Just a weekend of exploring, pretty much. Sounds like a great weekend. Good yeah. luck. Hopefully, you don't uh, no inadvertent unplanned swims. I know the ice at our place was getting kind of thin. Well, we're still safe here. But I don't get because this is there's no sun that it hits the shore, and I've still got about 16 to 18, 18 inches of ice. Nice. But uh, obviously, yeah, you, it's this time of year you got to start thinking about what you're doing, and because of the this the weather that we've had for the last week, it's just stayed hard, if not more. So it's fine here, but you you know you don't want to be venturing out, not knowing where you're going. Yeah, yeah, definitely going for unplanned swims no. is uh, on the it, good bad scale. That's bad. It happens a couple times a year, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's it happens to me probably once every year. Not not like over my head, but you know, busting through to the hip or yeah, something. I went in this year up to my up to my sideburns. Yeah, Sheesh. and I know that because when I got back to the vehicle, though, I had a ball of ice <laughs> all here. But uh, it's a good, you know, it's a it's a it's a vibrant experience. That's yes. the only way I'm going to put it. And it's good for it's it's something I think everybody should try at least once. Falling through the ice under adult supervision. <laughs> But uh, it's all part of it. Yes, sir. Well, we've uh, kind of chewed the fat for a bit here, so I think we'll wrap this one up, put a bow on it, and throw it in the can. But thank you very much for listening. Thanks, guys, for being good sports thank and you for coming on us. and sharing yeah. your stories with us. Yep. Yeah. And uh, we'll be chewing the tongue here pretty quick once I get ah. that thing picked up. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you lob them over the plate, you can't help but swing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, thank you very much. Check us again next time.